Lock the gates. It's Mark Marin now. Hello, Bible readers. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Reader Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going, anyways, Kyle? You're fired up, dude. I'm just, well, let's get it over with, dude. I'm on the clock. <laughs> That's a good attitude. After <laughs> the pod. Let's fucking get this shit over with, eh, guys? It's become a chore. It's become another thing that I don't want to do. You don't do anything. I know. I'm trying to so get down to chore? nothing. Trying to get down to nothing. An obligation, a thing that I feel like I have to do. And once I do it, sometimes I feel good and other times I go, I shouldn't have fucking done that. I fucking hate myself. Shouldn't Why'd have I done do- what? I don't know. Said half the things I say here. I mean. Oh, on the pod you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, re- you regret half the things you say? Yeah, I regret saying we should glass the Middle East. I don't think that was a fucking pause. I don't think that was... I don't yeah, think... But- it's crazy to me that in your mind you think people are taking that seriously. Well, nobody. No, here's the problem. You're I talking way too close to that microphone. Sorry. Um, it's fucking. You're a professionally trained radio DJ, dude. Yeah, but I also with no microphone control. I'm a professional truck driver with like five accidents on his record. <laughs> I'm not good at anything Recently. that I do. I'm not good at anything that I do, Kyle. The point is, it's funny. I think it's funny in times of peace, in times of uh, plenty, but all of a sudden, the jokes that I used to think are funny when I like when people are like agreeing with them a little too vehemently on the internet. Who's agreeing with you? Nobody's agreeing with me. I'm just reading other stuff. Oh, you know, and then extrapolating that maybe some of those people. Nobody listen- listens to this. There's like four people who listen, to this and I love those people. And thank you very much for listening. But dude, we had some uh, we had some podcast fans come to the show this weekend. Say that I did. Shout out to you guys. How'd it go? Appreciate it. The show was fucking something. Here's the problem. Bar shows, comedians aren't good at organizing anything. We know this. What are you What are you talking about? <laughs> we know this. I'm a tremendous organizer. They're not. They have no. I'll they, invite you to something. Lose the fucking phone and then the password <laughs> to my own Facebook and can't get into my own event. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Pretty much exactly that. <laughs> just no awareness for detail for anything they're doing. They're just like, I got my jokes. So I'm going to say them. So the bar was Sometimes fine. I don't even have those. Sometimes, yeah. Forget those. <laughs> Where was it? Uh, it was in um, Winfield. It's like Turtles? 30 minutes out of town. Not not the Turtle Pub. Woody's. Woody's. Hard on. So uh, we did it. No stage. Corner of the bar. Yeah, that's how it goes there. Already not great, but not terrible. Who put it on? Stu? Stu. Yeah. Man, the shows were great. I mean, the one that I was at was mm-hmm. ill-attended, and Joey bore his fucking soul on stage. But I did what do you fucking mean by that? awesome. I mean, Joey was really like... Ate a bag of dicks up there? Yeah, and it was like, please laugh at this. This is all I have. <laughs> oh, man. I need this. And he like wasn't joking. <laughs> I love Joey. Yeah, I went up he after him. He seems like he is joking, but he is not. <laughs> I know. I went up after him and be like, you just watched a man fully like go through an existential crisis. None of that was a joke. That was all sincere. I fucking killed after him, honestly. Awesome. Yeah. So I was, I was told this was going to be a rowdy crowd, that they're rowdy. I'm like, okay, I like that. Sure. You know what I mean? So I hosted the show. Yeah. 
So the, all the lights are on. There's a couple things that I can't that bug the shit out of me. That your just, lights off, guy, because you're ugly. Or yeah. the girls you bang are ugly. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I like to grope around the dark and feel. How did how did you like that feeling around for some in the barrels, pitch black tent? Some barrels. Yeah, uh, it was uh, some a mountain of meat. <laughs> you know when like if you ever seen Bert Kreischer do like his fucking it was like rubbing our bellies together. <laughs> How'd you find the wet spot? Uh, you follow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> ew, 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 dude. Oh, fuck. Whatever, at least I got it in. I didn't lay next to her for three days, Kyle. True that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the show, the show, its show was fine. It was fine. It was fine, but was there was. Fine. Colton is a redneck comedian that uh, started his. Comedy career off with a cutoff sweater. My my family, your family, distant yeah. relative. He is a distant relative, and uh, he brought he brought another his friends. CC. He brought his friends, just absolute trash. Just talked, heckled the whole time. Did you ever go to? He did a backyard show during COVID. I did, did that couple of those. Yeah, those I mean, are fine. What do you think would happen based on that? Ah, uh, those were much better than what happened here. They heckled us in their yard. Yeah, but that's so that's their fucking yard. I understand that. <laughs> you're in their, their you're, you're in, in their, their yard. You're in their place. <laughs> Dude, they got the table right beside me. Yeah. The longest, the biggest table. There's like 12 of them. They talked the whole fucking show. Except for Colton. <laughs> Did he reprimand them at all? No. I tried to, I'm hosting, so I have to deal with this the whole time. So I can tell I'm setting up and I know they're gonna be a problem. So I'm like trying to be like, you guys aren't going to be a problem for tonight, right? Making jokes at them. Yeah. Okay. And then they fucking immediately start talking at me and to each other, which is so much worse. That's, I mean, I hate to fucking play into the pathetic stereotype of uh, Rutland people. There's a, ta- there's a place in our town called Rutland, which is funny when you think about it, even just for its own word, Rutland. They're yeah, stuck in a There's place. a rut. They suck. They live in it. But, uh. That those those are like true Rutland people that believe that they are adding to the show. They're those type. Oh, of they people. all did. I literally they heard... watch TikTok comedy and they're like, "We're supposed to do this." I literally heard someone uh someone say at their table that the guy with who's being the worst yeah. that I was dealing with the whole fucking time. Someone said that's why we brought him <laughs> to ruin the fucking show for everybody. They think he's funny, I guess. They went home and were like, we had a great... Dude, they fucking probably think about themselves the same way comedians do. They're like, I I could have heckled better in the first couple minutes, (laughs) but like, I closed strong. My last heckle was pretty good. Dude, they were saying these like... Everyone booed. That was a good like highlight for me. They were saying nonsense colloquialisms. How do you say that? Colloquialisms. Don't try to make me do it. It's a hard fucking hard word to say. I already have to say Mephibosheth and shit like that from the Bible. Well, so I don't even know what they're saying. They're just yelling out phrases that that don't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? Cock on. So then I'm like, that's not an expression. And then I'm like, all right, what does that mean? I'll I'll bite. We're doing this now. I'll bite. And then they just start laughing. Fucking, and then they don't they don't say anything else. Fucking got her. I dude. fucking hate them. <laughs> so do you can you remember an example of something? Oh, I can remember I can remember an example of what I said. No, because their shit is nonsense. So it doesn't didn't make any sense in my brain. 
They're like saying like get her done or like Yeah, but wait, like type was that type doing like Bud Light just mashing two words together that I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Rain It's like fucking die. You're so old. So one of them, the, the, the fucking brutal dude that I was just talking about, they're at a table of 12. You're making at, them sound cool. And there's this other chick. At, they're old. They're in their like 50s. And uh, she's at the other end of this 12-person table. And she's loud as fuck. And she's saying stuff after everything I say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I've been like making fun of them. So now they're like getting mad and trying to get me. Because they won't shut the fuck up. So I have to deal with it every time. Right? Yeah. So one time I'm like, you, you, I found out she said honey. And I'm like, you guys are, they were at the opposite ends of the table. I'm like, you guys are fucking together. <laughs> the two loudest were you guys. I was like, you guys must have disgusting, gross, loud sex. It must be fucking gross. I was like, I feel sorry for your kids having to hear that through the trailer park walls every night. <laughs> and then that killed. I'm like, okay, maybe they'll shut the fuck up now. No. And you know what? You know what she started doing? Everything I said, she'd like say something to try and insult me. You know, I'd, be, I'd be like, I don't have, uh, I haven't, I haven't had a girlfriend for a while. So now my friends are trying to set me up and she's like, ha, yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah of course. Fucking got him. It, just the whole time. Dude, who's trying to set you up? Huh? Who's trying to set you up? It's an old joke. Oh, it's a lie. Well, no, it was truth. I was going to say who, I mean, I don't, I can't. Diana. Diana was trying to get you laid. No. <laughs> no, I, like, I can't believe that. <laughs> this actually, this joke is from uh, Chad's ex-girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so she's trying to set me up with her friends at the bar, and I was like, and I, "It's the same joke you've heard." And I was like, "What are they like?" And she's telling me nonsense I don't want to hear. Yeah. And I'm like, "Holy fuck, is she hot or not?" And she's like, "I think she's hot." I think it's so. that joke. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whatever. So I'm dealing with this, and Colton goes up. They listen. They laugh their ass off at Colton that table. Right. The rest of the crowd is a good crowd, by the way. But they're, I can see them like leaning forward, like trying to pay attention based on with all the talking going on. So it's you, Colton, and who? Plus you fucking and uh, Stuart. And you lose fucking rhythm. Was you know it? what I mean? When you hear people talking in your ear. Oh, yeah. It fucks with your head. So I'm trying to ignore them, but then they, they're muttering to themselves. I ignore that. Then they'll say something and I, I have to deal with it because I can't just power through. So Stuart goes on after Colton. I bring him right up. I, I'm like trying to do the intro. Now everyone in the bar is talking, you know, in between Colton and these four ladies. I'm like, hey, ladies, are you excited for your fucking headliner? Because <laughs> they're in the back and they're like, they're talking to each other. So I stun them. Yeah. They're not paying. They're not even looking at me. And they're like us. I'm like, yeah, the ones talking. So I bring Stuart up. Stuart cr- fucking does great for like 10 minutes. Doing great. They're listening. His, his, Stuart's has great jokes mm-hmm. So they're listening Stu jokes He's got a podcast also They're laughing Does he? Yeah. I haven't heard it yet I think it's I think it's called uh, I forget what it's called It's like the Stu podcast Or the Stu Something Stu Stuart jokes S-T-U. You can find him on Instagram If you want to find the pod And uh, After 10 minutes They stop listening The whole Oh god <laughs> What's happening? A microphone rolled onto the soundboard and played a sound drop. <laughs> that might have been God right there. Am I? Oh, God. that's kind of crazy, oh dude. He didn't even finish it though. So after after ten minutes, everyone's talking, and by the last ten minutes of his set, 
he people are standing up at that table ready to go no 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 taking selfies of each other what the fuck having full-blown conversations and Stu doesn't do crowd work or anything because he just has good material (laughs) so so he's like hey guys it's almost over crowd work sucks by the way huh crowd yeah but you have to do it to deal with hecklers like what do you do if you don't deal with them with crowd work, how do you get through it? I got, a, I got, I actually thought I had the best, the best I've ever dealt with a heckler was the the last show I did at Woody's. I think I told you this, but uh, there was a really okay. drunk guy at the bar just shouting nonsense, like kind of the same thing, but yeah. he was by himself. And okay. I, and I said, hey buddy, what are you drinking? And then he said what he's drinking. And I said, I will buy you one of those if you shut the fuck up for the rest. And I said, does everybody else hate this guy? And they all cheered. I'm like, I'll buy you one. And then he was like, that's okay. awesome. And then the bartender gave him one. And then he started to talk. And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, oh, oh no, I said, I'll, I'll buy you either one or two of those. And but if you talk again, you owe me one. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'll pay your bill or you owe me money. Uh huh. And then he started to talk and I was like, ah! and then he just shut up. It was like the funniest <laughs> thing. And every time he tried to talk, I was like, ah! and he was like, damn it. Like, it, oh, that's, that's good. He I was like, like that. a toddler. And I, I thought of it on the spot and it ha- turned out to be great. Yeah. Oh, that's no, that's sweet. Just the shows are frustrating. Cause like people were, it, the show was good. Relatively speaking. Not for a guy like you though, you don't have material. I hate, dealing with fucking like it's not if you heckle yeah. during a joke i don't give a fuck honestly yeah. you shouldn't do that but i'll deal with that yeah that that's a thing i can go, i can talk about i can deal with what you said yeah because everyone heard you and now we're all in on it but if someone is just taught having full-blown conversations in your right ear yeah, you can't even there's no you can't even focus on what you're saying i know i was like i was getting i had to keep on fucking you start a joke right and then you can't go back to it because now it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Unless you say everything over you never again. Go back. So now you have to keep on skipping your fucking jokes. I only did half my set list anyways. Dude, I, like I skipped did, half my fucking did like jokes. a skip motion <laughs> as if you were pressing it on your iPod. I'm skipping my jokes. Got through only half my set list anyways because I was dealing with that fucking table full of pieces of shit. I hated them. Well, that's what you get for doing a show in Lake Country. But shout out to... There was like... A bunch of tables in the front row that weren't them that were all awesome. Shout out to them. Yeah. And the people who are fans. Yeah. One of them was disaster. Yeah. So what a uh, fucking nightmare. And I think most of it is due to the lights being on. Yeah. That combined with. If everyone can see each other that well, it just leads itself to talking. One of the worst. One of the things that I hate the most is when uh, you're, you know, just doing your jokes, but it reminds whoever at the table of something that happened. To well, them. that's what happens the whole time. And they just talk about it. And if you you're can... like, you ever got a parking ticket and everyone starts talking about parking tickets. <laughs> if, if you can't see each other, that doesn't work. I'm thinking about bringing those spotlights on the road. One of them just having like blasters. Well, that's, I can, uh, I can adjust that. So if you kill all the lights and have one spotlight, I'll take our I'll take our studio on the road, dude. Kyle, this is a very exciting day. Do you know what's happening today? Um, no. We're gonna finish the book of Nehemiah and then we're getting on to Esther, which is oh, I thought maybe helium went on sale or something. One of the great Cyber Monday. It's actually going there's gonna be there's a finite amount. Yep. And they're using it on balloons for some reason instead of what it's supposed to be used for. Suicide. But I got some. Anyways. Um do you remember what we read last week? No. 
it was about Nehemiah's booths that they make on the roofs. How could you forget? I remember that, yeah. And uh, they made them out of which type of wood, Kyle? Three different kinds, I believe. And which ones were those? Fur? Nope. <laughs> Pine? Way off. <laughs> Myrtle? Yeah. Palm? I should have got palm. I remember palm. Uh, I would have never remembered Myrtle. Yeah, those, and uh, I'm trying to find it on the page here. I can't find it. Doesn't matter. But uh, so they're living in booths, and everyone's uh, having a great time about that. Oh yeah, that's interesting. The ghosts. They're all having a great time about that. I'm just saying things while I try to find my place <laughs> on the page, Kyle. It's an old radio technique. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn learn uh, the stalling stalling phrases in radio school? Yeah, that's when you just shuffle your papers around and say, you know, I'm. That's what, uh, honestly, uh, who's the guy from New York? Fucking. Which one? Biggest radio guy of all time. Howard, Howard Stern. Stern. Yeah. Dude, that's that's what he does. He's always shuffling papers around saying, like, we're right about to do this, but currently. So you're like, oh, something's about to happen, but something's also happening. Do you think he actually has papers or do you think he has paper sound effect? I think he actually has papers. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. You know, he had uh, he had dudes writing for him live. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I mean, kind of a cool gig. He had he had comics. He actually had a really hat comic that would write him that would just knew all the street jokes in the world. Like one of those guys, I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. He doesn't deserve to be remembered. And uh he would just feed him stock lines. And he would come and he would come up on his like teleprompter screen or whatever. Like classic ones like you're gay and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gay and stuff. <laughs> Okay, so we're in Nehemiah chapter 13. Uh, these are his final reforms. Okay? So on the day that the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people, and there it was, found written, that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever be admitted into the assembly of God. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, why not? Who decided this? God decided it. Yeah, but how? God, the peop- God made people that he said... You know what? Fuck the Moabites and Ammonites and the Palestinians, it says also here. Yeah. It says from the river to the sea. They're just conflating the fucking. Uh, you, you don't I don't know. know what you're talking about. Okay, so that doesn't say anything about Palestine. Yeah, I, that, I, <laughs> yeah that I got. But it does say the Ammonites and Moabites. Okay. Isn't it funny that God made people that he hates and will never admit into his presence? Isn't that funny? That's pretty sick. I don't know. I think that, you know, so if, you know how people say Christianity is for everyone? I believe that Unless he, you're a Moabite. I believe that more than he loves everybody. Well. That's more bullshit. The problem is that modern day Christians believe that it's for everybody unless you're an Ammonite or Moabite. It's a pretty sick move to be like, this religion isn't really catching on. Turns out it's for everyone. I know it says everywhere that the Jews are the number one favorite, and this is really our book, but it's not really catching on, and people keep on attacking us, so what if it's for everybody? Well, that's what Paul did. That's why I always say Paul is the most important person in the Bible, not Jesus, because Paul's the one that was like, honestly, we should open it up to the people with foreskins, and then we should tell them to cut them off as adults, because that would be a funny prank. Imagine... Listen, you can trade the tip of your wiener for after like of eternal paradise. It's most I, people I hate it took when it. people say it's the tip of your wiener. It covers the tip, but it's like the upper Fair middle, enough. you know what I mean? It's funnier to call it the tip is <laughs> that's why most people that's why I do it. I know it's just the sheath, so to speak. Yeah. You can't 
It's pretty cool to have a sword. You know those guys with the sword just raw dogging it on the side in their belt there? Yeah. Like old times? Not putting it in a holster? <laughs> Looks better, doesn't it? That's Yeah. I, it doesn't, does. it, doesn't it look better? I mean, but it's the danger of like you might cut yourself. You do might cut yourself. It's ve- It gets very sensitive being exposed like that, but... <laughs> You might dull your blade. (laughs) You might dull your blade. They say it's less sensitive for some reason. That's what I'm saying. Because you're dulling your blade. It's being exposed to the elements all the time. around. (laughs) I mean, at least mine is. Clanging into everything. (laughs) Okay, so the Ammonites, they should never be admitted into the assembly of God because they had not met the Israelites with food and water. um, Oh, sorry. One housekeeping thing. Yeah. At the beginning, here's the thing. So... We up. I uploaded the incorrect podcast for last one. So if you're listening now, yeah, and you were like, "How did they know that this Bicklegate be- didn't have anything to do with Mike Bickle in it?" You listened to the wrong episode, <laughs> and I already know that some of you did, based on what you've said to me. <laughs> Bicklegate's a good one, honestly. It, it's we it's have- worth re-listening. So either if you have podcast software. And I upload the wrong thing and it says fixed in the title and you've already auto downloaded the podcast. It's not going to change it. You have to refresh. Shoot crap. It's up. It's fixed on Spotify again. I think it's, I think it's, fixed how do we anywhere. know this is going to be the right podcast? Well, theoretically I'll do it correctly, <laughs> but it could be wrong. <laughs> there's a, there's a strong chance. <laughs> oh God. So it just told you why that they're not allowed to be admitted. Do you, did you hear that? No, I didn't. They should never be admitted into the assembly of God because they had not met the Israelites with food and water, but had hired Balaam to call a curse down on them. Do you remember who Balaam was? Some other God. No, Balaam was the guy that had the talking donkey. And he okay. turned this, and he made the sun go back in time and turn back time. If he could turn, I don't remember that at all. I remember the talking donkey. So then he got there and was like, "God says you're about to die." And the king was like, "What if I say sorry?" And he's like, "Too late." And God's like, "Actually, yeah." And he's like, "What the fuck? The only reason I came here was to kill these people." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that when the sun got all blacked out? Like they got eclipsed and they thought the no went back in time. No, no, no. He made the sun go backwards across the sky. Oh, yeah. When the sun got blacked out, that was in the plagues of Moses, a plague of darkness, which honestly might be the worst plague. What do you think would be worse, frogs everywhere or pitch black all the time before electricity? But it's not pitch black for that long. No. Yes, it was. It was a plague of darkness. For how long? Days. Hmm. Do the frogs leave after the plague's over? I mean, it's just all those fucking frogs it's being implied. around. Yeah. They just vanish. That's tough, though. You, Flies, locusts. You can eat frogs. So I'm going with frogs. <laughs> I think they're pretty hungry in the desert. I, I heard frog legs are pretty good. <laughs> just start eating them. No, honestly, it's not so bad. You're just sitting around, just frogs. <laughs> just munching like, frogs? Just grab one, eat it. Gross. <laughs> well, it's like uh, we have overwhelming populations of uh, f- invasive fish in the ocean. It's like. Well, now there's none. They taste good. The ones that taste good are all dead. Zebra mussels. Check your fucking boat. Fuck, if those tasted good, if they weren't like the size of a snail shell, it would be no problem that they're clogging up boats. <laughs> okay. So, Balaam, they call down a curse, and then it says in parentheses, can I get a light turned on around you here? You want? Yeah. There's one right above your, I got your it. head. Okay, thank you. 
I don't know if you're. I can't. How's that? It's hard to read in the dark. Um, it's great. No, that's good. Our God. So it says in parentheses after Balaam called a curse down. Our God, however, turned the curse into a blessing. The curse he did. Yeah. So sometimes God is beholden to the people who use his power incorrectly, mm-hmm. and he has to do what they said. But this time, he turned the curse into a blessing. How so? Um, I mean, we, I have to go back and read it. I don't really remember, but it's somehow they were like, remember? No. Oh, yeah. Balaam came to tell him that, listen, you're fucked. God hates you. And then they were like, what if we say sorry? And God was like, and Balaam's like too late. And God's like, no, I'd accept it. And then he killed the army outside their fucking walls with the plague. I think. Okay. All right. All right. When the people heard this law, they were excluded from Israel, all who were of foreign descent. So, again, quite relevant to today's time. Um, Get the fuck out. (laughs) Both sides of the Jordan, they say. And if you got a problem with this, God said it in his book. Before this, Elishib, the priest, had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was closely associated with Tobiah. And he had provided him with a large room formerly used to store grain, offerings and incense, and temple articles. And also the tithes of grain, new wine, and oil prescribed for the Levites, singers, and gatekeepers, as well as the contributions for the priests. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, But while all this was going on, I was not in Jerusalem. For in the 32nd year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, I had returned to the king. Some time later, I had asked for permission and came back to Jerusalem. Here I learned about the evil thing Elisha had done in, in providing to buy a room in the courts of the house of God. I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobiah's household's good out of the room. I gave orders to purify the room, and then I put back into them the equipment of the house of God with the grain offerings and the incense. So I guess he like redecorated the temple and when Nehemiah went out of town was like, look after the temple. And then he came back and they had different decorations. He was like, what the fuck? God hates this. Not cool, dude. And he threw all his shit out into the front yard and redecorated it. I also learned that the poor, uh, sorry, the portions assigned to the Levites had not been given to them. And then all the Levites and singers responsible for service had gone back to their own fields. So I rebuked the officials. Oh, really? Oh, they had to work for their food? Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Which is what God does not want. God has yeah. always had a priest class that exploits the other class. Yeah, because he loves that them the most. Yeah, it's not because the people who claim to talk to God say you should give us our money. <laughs> no. It's not because that's He chose them. It's what God actually wants, yes. And every time you go to church and they're like, what do, you th- what do they do with all these ties? They have giant houses, and they go on trips and give their children money that they blow on cocaine. That's what they do. Interesting. (laughs) It's interesting to know that your donations to God go to cocaine. Some of it goes to cocaine. Some of it. Which is kind of (laughs) crazy, because that's what God wants. I mean, that's the only way you can read it. What is actually happening is what God wants. God wants you to buy me cocaine. You know how you hate drugs and it's ruined your family? (laughs) God's buying it for me. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, 
So I rebuked the officials. Why is the house of God neglected? Then I called them together and stationed them at their posts. All Judah brought the tithes of grain, new wine, and oil into the storerooms. I put Shelemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, and a Levite named Pedadiah in charge of the storerooms and made Hanan son of Zachar, the son of Matanah, their assistant, because these men were considered trustworthy. They were made responsible for the distribution of the supplies to their brothers. Honestly, if all right. I don't give a shit. Let's move on. Well, if you're having a baby anytime yeah. soon, I, re- I re- recommend the name Zacher. Z-A-C-C-U-R. Zacher. I no, think not it, Zachariah. No, Zacher. I think it's a new, it's a fun twist. I mean, that's pretty good. On an old classic. Because you're going to, you're going to throw a, a sh- he's going to be, he's going to go with Zach <laughs> his whole life. And then people are going to find out his real name, Zacher. And that'll be fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a classic moment. I, uh, it's like if my name was like Kyle Lissy's. I, I went to a youth group with a guy named Zeb, and his real name was Zebulun. The yeah, that's kind of dope. Yeah. And he's like a white guy. <laughs> I assumed he was white. Uh, to me, it sounds like a, anyone but a white person would have that name. Zeb? Yeah. It, sa- it sounds like a white person trying to be cool name. That's what it, exactly what it was. But he was cool. Zebulon is a dope name. Remember- that's really men in black. Yeah? That's real men in black vibe to Why? me. In what sense? Zebulon. It's like an alien Sounds name. Sounds like an alien name. <laughs> Sounds like a galaxy in the universe I don't know about. It's on the other side of the Milky Way. Yeah. Zebulon. <laughs> Two quarks past the fucking whatever. Remember for me, remember me for this, oh my God, and do not blot out what I have so faithfully done for the house of my God and its services. I like how he's always like, I don't know if God said this to somebody. He's always like, stop ruining my stuff. It's like, you didn't do anything good. Who? What? Like, who's who didn't do anything good? Nehemiah? Well, you didn't make anything good. By your own admission, you hate most of the things you made. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, stop ruining my stuff. Stop making shitty stuff. <laughs> well, How about you make just all Jews, if those are your favorite, yeah. and then there'd be no issues? Well, that's kind of what happened. You keep killing my favorite things. You made them. Well, Kyle, I mean, if we go back... There's Adam and Eve, and then Cain and Abel, and yeah. Cain gave not good enough offerings. Yeah, but then he still let the fucking descendants of, bother the of, Jews. Yeah, forever. <laughs> for but, eternity. But also told the Jews to hold those people down. Bother the Jews is a funny way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nuisance. God, all those Palestinians are bothering the heck out of them right now. <laughs> Just a little bit of a nuisance. Dude, Nehemiah is sitting here saying, like, this is like the best thing I did was remember me for this. I fixed up the temple. I took those other guys' decorations and I got rid of those. And then I. What was wrong with those? Are we supposed to infer that those are like other false idols? God's very particular. He's a little bit like Napoleon. Like, he likes a certain stance. Like, he's autistic and a cuck? Dude, how bad was that fucking movie? (laughs) So bad. I was excited to watch it because I didn't even know it existed. As the, and then at, on the way there, you guys are hyping me up. I'm like, this could be fucking sweet. There's a, there's some sweet battle scenes and stuff. I mean, barely hard. Why did they make him autistic? Was he autistic? No. Okay, so they. I believe I'm not certain. They made him. Ext- let me let me clarify to anyone who hasn't seen it. I guess spoilers, dude. It's a but, it's a historical movie. So fucking imagine being yeah, but this spoilers in a fucking history but movie. This is an actual spoiler of them making him autistic. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? That's their artistic direction. It's so like, what if Napoleon, you know, one of the conquerors of the world, was actually really introverted and weird? Okay, so I was about to say, the letters I think are genuine, and I know that he was a bit of a spurg lord for Josephine, but in spurg lord, Asperger, fucking okay, I didn't even know that. <laughs> um, the part. Now that that part I buy the the part where he loves a chick that's cheating on him and he's a cuck, which is true. Men are cucks, dude. dude he asked to a se- lot of dudes are cucks. Dude, he he literally asked to send like, please send me your stinky panties. I like the stank. I like your musk. That type of shit. Really. However, on outside of that, outside of those letters, which basically shitty for him that they were published in the fucking news he was a great man hilarious witty clever charming inspirational everybody fucking loved him and they just made him a sniveling bitch the whole movie it i hated it they had him shooting cannonballs at the pyramids which he would never do he was like a man of culture and like history and like he was like he went to egypt stole all their stuff that's why they have the louvre museum in paris he was like, I'm here to collect it because you guys are barbarians. You're savages and you don't know what you have. <laughs> yeah. You made it, but you don't know what you have. He would never have shot the fucking pyramids. I, I was so pissed. I forgot that that happened. That bothered you quite a bit, eh? So pissed. Launching a couple cannons at the peaks there? Yeah. That's <laughs> no, Okay, so people, I was talking to people about this all week and people keep saying, so it was historically inaccurate. I'm like, no, no, no. Th- that's like him being 46 the whole movie. Fine. That's an inaccuracy. I can live with that. That's like the antithesis of what happened. That's the opposite of what happened. It's not an inaccuracy. It's a blatant mis... Like, it's a lie. It's a misrepresentation. It's something he would have never done. Because <laughs> he cared about culture. Yeah. He wanted to steal other people's culture. Yes. Yeah. He wanted France to be the best. Dude, every single place that has modern law, mm-hmm. so nowhere where Islam is the fucking law... Is based on Napoleonic code. It's based on it, like the United States, Canada, all of Britain, and all he of Europe. Implemented him, him and his him and three and, and his and brother, stuff. basically wrote like the f- the first large draft law. They implied based that, on other laws. They but, implied that they had structure that they gave uh, courts structure. They did. Is that true? They did. I was going to ask. That. They're the first, not the first. So it's very you have to be everything's everything's built on my. Uh, Roman and Greek small is increments, but they you know? fixed a lot of the problems. I said micro micro mental. That's could be almost the word. A word. I, I would have believed it. <laughs> I wouldn't. Have, I would have walked over it. But yeah, th- like the separating of the legis- the people who write the laws and the people who enforce the laws and the people who vote on the laws, like that the separation of that is. He had a large part in, is what you're saying. Him and some other guys, yeah. but, but he's cool. the fucking one. The, the, the other, but he also was a badass. That's the part that's rad. Like Caesar and him and Alexander were badasses yet wise. Well, it's not cool to be like a fucking dude anymore, right? So they have to make him a fucking cuck, autistic dude. Yeah, you know what I mean, dude. And okay, the part where he comes back from exile and he's sitting there and he's like, "Do you remember me? Join me, dude." Yeah. Why not use the real line from history? He throws open his coat and says, let him who has the heart kill his emperor is a way better line than do you remember me? Yeah. Do you guys remember who I am? We used to battle together and conquer. It's like, yeah, we're the fifth. <laughs> you and Murat 
Where the fuck? And they didn't fucking have any of his marshals in there. Murat was like the like the badass cavalry guy. Okay. He was so badass. I've told you this already, but I have to tell everybody sure. that's listening. He was so badass that the Cossacks, who were known as like the best cavalry in all of Europe, they're basically descendants of Genghis Khan and like, you know, born in on the sat. They thought he was so badass. Every time they saw him, they cheered for him. Oorah, Murrah, which I think that's is pretty rad. fucking dope. <laughs> the other teams cheering yeah, for him. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. I uh, watching it. I don't have a lot of context of Napoleon. What he did, I know a little that I learned in school, probably. And he was short. Everyone knows that. He was average. That's British propaganda. <laughs> I, heard, I heard it was propaganda too, but it it has lasted the test of time. <laughs> that is the number one thing people know about Napoleon. The, complex. the Napoleon complex. But they made him such a weak bitch. I was like, no one who is like this could have led an army exactly. and, and succeeded ever. Exactly that. You every leader's charismatic except for him. He's a snivelly, weak little pussy. <laughs> I, that's yeah that's what french maybe. people must be so pissed they were they get called bitches like anyways back to back in history world war fucking Just surrender get, monkeys get called pussies forever when it comes to war this is their guy <laughs> and the hollywood hollywood makes them a fucking autistic pussy by the way they were known <sighs> as the most badass like they france so, yeah became from the franks which came from the celts which were the people who sacked Rome. They were fucking like badass for over a thousand years. And in World War One, lost, I think, a higher percentage of their population than any other country. Like literally fucking bled the dirt. Like they they were on the winning side of the war, but France fucking lost. I actually respect the hell out of France and what they 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 have like a culture. You know how the United States has a culture of like capitalism. Yeah, and never like strap. Get your pull up your bootstraps. Make something for yourself. There's opportunity here. Yeah, is how the United States existed. The idea of it is why they're successful. Doesn't matter in practice. Well, well France helped them with that. I was just gonna say France really seems to have a culture of uh, of open ideas, regardless of how un- that comes from the Enlightenment. Un- regardless of how uncomfortable they may be to. To people, you yeah, know that what I mean? Was, that was th- they truly feel like they have free speech. Yeah, they cut off the heads of all the kings and said, "We're not kings. We don't believe in kings. I we love believe it. in a merit, merit, uh, meritocratic society." And then they spread that through Europe, and all the kings were like, "We have to prevent this. <laughs> yeah, we have to stop." And they made fuckers. six coalitions, and Napoleon beat the first five and lost the war of the f- fifth or sixth coalition. Damn. And he, the coalition means everybody versus France. Mm-hmm. And he beat the fuck That's out of crazy, everybody dude. five times. That one scene in the movie, if you guys haven't, this is spoiler already. Like, it's Austerlitz. That where they fucking let him onto the ice. Yeah, Austerlitz. and then forced them to retreat, but they didn't know they were on ice. Yeah, and then they broke all the ice with cannonballs behind them, so they drown. That's his master stroke. There was that. That was fucking beautiful. There was one thing that bothered me about that scene, though. What was that? I know it looks good on screen, but everyone that fell into the water was splash of blood everywhere. Like, not one person didn't fall into the water that didn't get smoked by a cannibal. But you didn't see any guts or anything. They would just fall in like a normal person, and then a cloud of red blood would appear. I'm like, if you fall into the water, you don't just bleed out of all your orifices. Plus, it was so cold, and they were, like, thrashing around. Like, you'd fucking shiver and die in, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, that's how you would die. You would die from exposure, not from bleeding out. 
That had to suck, though, running across a frozen fucking lake and with oh, holes just becoming, like, just being made around you. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> imagine the terror. The terror. All right. So, back to the Bible here. I get why people do movie podcasts. That was more fun than reading this piece of shit. I had to talk about something. The last, the last podcast, the fucking... Booths. Booths really fucking... It got me going. It gave me some more hope for the Bible. That was so stupid. I thought we ran out of the... I thought we were just going to repeat the same stupid shit forever, but then they got me with booths. I'm telling you. God, I love booths. Dude, next week, the book of Esther is one of the better stories in the Bible. And it's like a whole long... It's, it, it should be a movie. It's got irony. It's got... All right. Hot bitches. It's got Ooh, beheadings. How, do we know they strippers? Yeah, it says the most beautiful chick in the whole place. God My damn. sister, whose name is Vashti, is named after the queen. Who And the king says, hey, you should come uh, dance for my friends, a.k.a. strip for my friends. She's like, you know, I'm too good for that. So he cuts off her head. And then he's like, oh, God damn. Oh, fuck. I used to. Now I need a new hot chick. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he kills the old, the hottest chick in town. So they have a beauty pageant. Oh, dude, anyways, we're almost there. Let's finish this. So back to the Bible. Verse 14. Remember me for this. Uh, do not blot out what I have so faithfully done for the house of my God and its services. In those days, I saw a man in Judah treading the wine press on the Sabbath and bringing in grain and loading on donkeys together with wine grapes and figs and all other loads that's a huge faux pas on the sabbath that put you to death for that for moving food for doing anything on the sabbath but people are doing stuff you're not supposed to and definitely not you're on supposed the sabbath to lay catatonic they're treading on wine dude like that grape stomping lady oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to get hammered on the sabbath I does that count as doing something because that's a pretty good way for me to do nothing just yeah. to get hammered. So I think I should be allowed. I think you are allowed. You just call in a wine offering and say, I'm doing this for God. That's a good move. Why can't you Why can't you haul uh, figs for God? He hates that. I don't know. God hmm. hates figs. <laughs> <laughs> There's a title. <laughs> <laughs> and they were bringing... <laughs> And they were bringing all this into Jerusalem on the Sabbath. Therefore, I warned them against selling food that day. Men from Tyre who had lived in Jerusalem and were bringing in fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them in Jerusalem on the Sabbath to the people of Judah. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, what is this wicked thing you are doing desecrated in the Sabbath day? Is it really that wicked? Is it feeding the hungry? On the su- I believe Jesus on Sunday? said to do it. Not on Sunday, though. Because on the seventh day, God rested, apparently. Because he was tired. He's tired of building the, the universe. The all-powerful God was tired. He got he's, he just spoke things into existence and was like, that's exhausting. So he's kind of insecure about us working because he's like, if I couldn't do seven days in a row, you can't do seven days in a row. <laughs> You're not going to outwork me. It is so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. I can't. It sounds like a guy wanted a day off, and he's like, that's what God did. God took a day off. Literally, we're not doing fucking... I didn't do fucking shit. Oh, it's 100%. Shit. It's written in for someone that's like, I'm not working seven days a week. The shitty part is they have to work twice as hard on Saturday. Because they have to prepare... They're not allowed to do anything on Sunday. So they have to work... Do all the extra shit on Saturday. You know, it's going to be good for the Jews. What's that? AI. Do you think they go to war on Sundays? 
Do you think they take it off? <laughs> yeah. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> Ceasefire once a week. The Iron Dome gets powered down on Sunday. You're not allowed to fucking... Dude, I wonder... Like, obviously, they're not doing that. They're, of course, they're not but doing I'm that. But I'm wondering if there's any hardcores, like... For sure, there's some. <laughs> For sure, there's some. No, seriously, shut it off. We're not allowed. <laughs> But AI just anticipating your moves and doing it for you ahead of time. You know what I mean? So you don't have to do anything. You could have a house where you walk in and the lights turn on and follows you. And you're like, I didn't do it. I saw this great cartoon. <clears throat> it's a Soviet cartoon. And it's uh, there's no dialogue or anything. There's nothing. It's just an automatic house. And for the first like five minutes while you're watching it, you don't really understand what's going on. But the house is going through the motions. It's. Uh, what do you mean by that? I mean, it, exactly what you said. It does everything for you. So it like wakes up nobody in bed and then starts to like put their clothes on nobody and then makes okay. breakfast for nobody. And, and then you find out that it's like an automated house and there's nuclear war and everyone's dead. But the house just keeps. Oh, doing that's it fucking dark. It was awesome. And that was propaganda. No, I, I don't think anti-nuclear it, war propaganda. I, I guess you could call it propaganda. It was, a, it was a art. It wasn't released by the state. Oh, that's what I thought. No, when you said it was Soviet, I just assumed it was government. Well, that's where the people were from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you know how they're kind of. The I government kind of had control for I, a long I, time. Yeah, I did phrase it poorly. <laughs> okay, I understand. That's kind of cool. I forgot. That, what it's called. We talked about this yesterday, but I got hope for the the fact. I got hope. What? Yeah. How? I don't think we're gonna fucking nuke nuke ourselves. I don't think it's going to happen. I see it as inevitable. I know. I don't think so. Why don't you think so? I think... I'll tell you why I think so first. Sure. Okay. So, we're... The climate is getting worse. There's going to be droughts. Yeah, but not irreparably worse. There's droughts. There's When there's famine, people move. And when people well, move... Where is their projected droughts? In uh, the Ukraine, there's a giant war. That's like the breadbasket of Europe. Uh-huh. And they're not... Shipping. Don't worry. The billionaire All of Africa is starving. They've been starving for forever. And yeah. And they don't have nukes, so they can't press it. No, that's not, that's not the point, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's where people move from where there's no food to places where there is food. And then wherever... Except for the Africans. What do you mean? They're going across the Mediterranean all the time. I, you remember that uh, Sam Kinison bit? Oh, yeah. You gotta live where the food is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are going to places mm-hmm. in Europe. Of course. And people hate that. Conor McGregor's going psycho on fucking Twitter right now. Well, it's one of those things where if you come from a culture of violence, right? Where life is life is less precious the more you die from regular things, right? If your life expectancy is less, you don't hold it in as high regard. You don't see yourself living to 80. It's worth less to you inherently than someone who does. That's just a measure. Just simple measure. So you come in from a culture of violence, at least more violent than yours, and you come to a regular culture. It's like an invasive species, right? And an intellectual contagion. Okay. But I, it's like fucking... Invasive species is a pretty not nice way to put it when we're talking about immigrants. I'm talking about the violent people, I know, not I know. all the immigrants. I know, I know, I know. But... I'm talking about if you take someone, right, who's willing to do violence in yeah. a culture where they're not, you have a giant advantage. It's like the movie if you could if you could be the only one who could lie, yeah. right? You would have infinite advantage. So if you're willing to kill people and willing to d- steal and do everything short term from a culture, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So it's it's 
I understand why they're getting upset. People act like it's racist. It's not racist. It's culturist. Whatever it, you want to call exactly that. that. It's not race at all. Those Exactly a, that. There's a, a percentage of those people and people go, well, they're not all doing it. Of course they're not. Most societies are mostly good. Why won't anyone let Palestinians in their countries? Oh, There's a reason because they horrible do. fucking they explosions do. and massacres. But the problem is you go like, well, you're blanketing an entire group of people and you're like, yeah, but I understand that majority of people in almost in any society are good. Mm-hmm. But if the probability is 10 to 100 times higher that I'm going to get a violent person, then it's not worth the risk for my family to let you near me. And and that's just... And poor people are more desperate, thus usually more violent. And it has, again, yeah. nothing to do with race. Or it's like, no. you're poor, so you're desperate. It's cultural circumstance okay, so, most of the time. So th- that, that's currently happening. And that destabilizes society. Actually, only- and when people societies get destabilized, mm-hmm. uh, the most best way to unite a society is to uh, point them in a direction and say, that's our problem over there. And then they fight people. They fight each so other. So I think, I think the cultural swings of the, we need to do drastic measures. The pendulum was wide a hundred years ago. Dra- you go farther back in history, the impulse to do some fucking rash, start a war, invade a people was a lot. It was a lot easier. I think the pendulum has gotten, the swings have gotten a lot shorter where we're not doing as grandiose rash things compared to what we used to. I think our reactions are getting a lot more reasonable. Obviously, the human beings are going to have the same fights and the same wars for eternity, but it's how you react to them. I don't think they're nearly as bad. Dude, if one psycho Christian or one psycho Muslim gets their hands on a nuke, they're dropping it. I understand, but I don't think nuclear war will happen because of that. No? No. So if somebody... I think the whole world would unite against whoever did that. I think we kind of collectively agree, especially with the freedom of communication we have now, that no one wants this, who is of sane mind, right? And whoever did it, the whole world would immediately hate. Kyle. I can't imagine a scenario where everyone's like, oh. There's a point. Fucking the Muslims dropped the nuke on uh, Israel. So now Russia's going to nuke the United States? I just don't see that chain reaction happening. There's a point where you go from pushing events to being pulled by events where it they take on momentum of themselves and i thought you didn't believe in momentum uh i don't believe in momentum <laughs> in sports but in war I, aren't sports just a, a mirror of war definitely not yeah they, they're like modern day mirrors of war they're definitely not they're they're not they're, they're, they're tribalized aggression okay fine but there's not to like the abs there's not life or death People act like it is. No, but they don't. Yeah, but it's it's our it's our surrogate. Okay, well, this is a sidebar to what the fuck our, I actually want to talk about. It's our surrogate. About. I'm just saying you don't believe it in you believe in it in sports. war, but on sports, which is our like modern day mirror of war. You gotta read you gotta read the Guns of Our August by Barbara Tuckman. It's about the First World War, and okay. it's about all the leaders leading up to the First World War not wanting to have a war, and then they had it anyways. <laughs> There's a point, so the I understand that concept, yeah. Like somebody does make some sort of, this is our statement. Okay, maybe this is a different way of saying this it. This is I, a line think, in the sand. I think we target a lot. I think we can target a lot more specifically than we used to. Yeah, I don't think you you blanket go. It used to be like, okay, let's say the the Civil War in the, in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Someone did something, so they just killed everyone after a certain like line over of, this line. Over this line. 
It's not like that anymore. There's more nuance. It's more targeted. If someone dropped a nuke, it wouldn't be like all the Muslims in the world nuked us. It would be this fucking group of people nuked us. The Taliban nuked us. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like Muslims nuked us. I think you'd be surprised. I don't think I would. I think I think there's a lot more nuance than in the world than you're giving it credit for. Fair enough. I hope I'm wrong. And by the way, I don't think we have launched nukes. I don't think... By we, you mean the United States? The world. The world has We've launched, launched nukes. At, I mean... We tested nukes. Oh, the t- a bunch. Right? A ton of times. Yeah. The United States dropped them on the fucking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cool now, which is pretty sick. <laughs> I think Dave Chappelle had the joke. is like they bomb, they bomb the masculinity out of the country before they're warrior samurais. And now they're dudes wearing Hello Kitty backpacks. <laughs> but the Japanese, I like the, I like the Japanese. Sure. Yeah. I, I, as a culture, I mean, even today. I like the food. I like... There's, I like a weird culture that's just so different than the the, the surround. They're the kind of their own thing. They're, that's what I mean. I like it. They were closed off to the rest of the world for a very long time. They actually yeah. had a policy of like no one's allowed to come here. Yeah. Until the United States was like, we're coming here no matter what. <laughs> no, before the, like this yeah. is like in like feudal Japan. It went from like people with like guns and stuff, like people with bows and arrows, to people with guns, and they modernized very quickly. I mean, just watch The Last Samurai. The last we, the first we have. First we have. <laughs> okay. Therefore, so uh, he's uh, they're doing stuff on the Sabbath, and they hate that. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said, "What is this wicked thing that you were doing, desecrating the Sabbath day? Didn't your forefathers do the same things, so that God brought us all this calamity upon us and upon this city? Now you're stirring up more wrath against Israel by desecrating the Sabbath." Man, imagine that's the real reason God let them be fucking taken over by Babylon and taken into captivity for 70 years and a whole genocide just because they worked on Sunday. Because they ate, they sold some figs on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) You got to take advantage of a market opportunity, though. It is supply and demand. You're like, eventually, like, I haven't seen God do shit in a while. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think I could make some money off this on Sunday. I don't see anyone else selling shit. You imagine how much it, I could charge three times the fucking price, dude. And for on a Sunday, Jew, uh, for a Jew, that's what I'm saying. It's, un- it's irresistible. <laughs> I think that's in the book too. Make as much money as you can, no matter at any means necessary. Except, well, they have the yes, but then every seventy years they erase all debt. So all you, debt. Yeah. You got to know on year sixty nine, people are taking out outrageous loans. I love how we still do that. Like seven years, all debts are erased. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Why do I have debt? Is it? Oh, it's not. If it's not over seven years old, you don't. You just ignore it for seven years and it goes away. Swear to God, you didn't know that. They keep calling me. They keep phoning oh, me. Oh, you could. They can sell it to debt collections, but even debt collectors can't collect after seven years. Yeah, I saw a great one, dude. You just put your phone on the counter and put a pot over top of it and just start hitting it with a wooden <laughs> spoon. <laughs> that is pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, he's right here. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> That's evil, dude. That's great. I uh, once told them, uh, they're like, is Caleb there? And I was like, uh, this is his phone, but he died in a car accident. They're like, oh, can you notify his next of kin that he owes us money? I was so like, Jesus Christ. That's brutal. Do you know uh, once they sell your debt, it's over? 
Yeah, I don't pay it. No, you there's this even if you do pay it, they have the right to they're paying for the right to request it from you, but you don't really owe them anything. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even after you pay that debt, the strike is still on your record. It goes against your credit. They would have to do a bunch of extra work on their end. So if you actually, if someone is actually willing to pay their debt collection, if you need it for your for your credit rating, you actually have to specifically say, I'm willing to pay whatever portion you agree on if you erase it from my record. Otherwise, you just paid for it to stop getting the phone call. And that's it. You didn't do anything for your credit rating. It, that's which seems like a scam. It is. I mean, it's all a scam. Parking is a scam, and then they fucking. I mean, you don't pay for parking, and then you don't pay the ticket, and then you don't pay anything, and then it, eventually they stop calling. Eventually, they take your impound your vehicle. But I have a lot. That's of That's happened tickets. to me too. But I I chalk it up as a net gain. If you never pay for parking and you got towed twice, I think I paid like four hundred bucks. But I've never paid for parking in my life. I actually hate tow truck drivers. You hate them. I hate them. They're scumbag leeches. I mean, somebody's got to tow your car. What about if you crash in the ditch? I meant the ones uh, that tow you from parking lots. If you like private lot tow companies, you don't see it as just doing your doing their job. What no, if I don't? Because here's the thing: what they if break, you they break su- the law all the time? What if, that they are scummy? But no, what, they break. No, here's an example: they literally break the law. They're not allowed to hold your vehicle hostage. They did that to me. They're literally legally not I allowed said to. They do it all the it. time. They, I said fucking keep it. They're like. Well, we don't have room for it. I'm like, that seems like it's your problem. <laughs> Did they keep it? I ended up paying. You have a to sign over bucks. paperwork, but so they. Here's the thing: they're they're actually they're allowed to bill you. They provided a service legally. They're allowed to bill you for it, mm-hmm. but they're not allowed to hold your car hostage for that payment. They have to release it, but they never will. You literally have to call the cops on them. Get the cops to come and force them to give you your car back. Most of the time, have you had to do that? Um, no, I've, I had to pay it out of necessity for needing my car right in that moment. Yeah. That's what they do. That's how they get you. I hate them so much. (laughs) I hate some Toki. Okay. So imagine you pick up someone's car cause they, and they scan these parking lots, right? So they're not hired by the parking lots. All these parking lots say that like protected by or tow truck companies, Mm -hmm. they put those signs there. They make all their money scanning them to get someone who's fucking five minutes over the allotted time. They don't make any money from monitoring the fucking parking lot so they're completely incentivized to be as cunty as possible to every single person who parks there they're last time i got fucking towed so is it the incentives or the tow truck drivers that are the problem well it's the fucking incentives that they the tow truck driver companies establish people are people don't like paying for stuff so if a tow truck driver comes to a company goes i'll monitor it for free right Mm -hmm. and now they're charging 400 bucks to tow your vehicle 15 minutes See, that's the thing. If I hire a tow truck company, like on the spot to do it, first of all, that's an inconvenience. They have to come to me. They're not even there. They're there already. It should be cheaper than that. I can get it towed 15 minutes for like 100, 150 bucks max, right? But I'm paying you 400 bucks. You're already there towing as many vehicles as you can. Suck my fucking dick. All right. You heard it here first. So now you're stirring up wrath against Israel by desecrating the Sabbath. When the evening shadows fell on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be shut and not to be opened until the Sabbath was over. I stationed some of my own men at the gates so that no load could be brought in on the Sabbath. Once or twice, merchants and sellers of all kinds spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them. So he's closing off the city. He's like, seriously, no one's allowed in. 
Do you think they had uh, tow truck wagons back then? Like, yeah, like these people are legally a, parked in front of the gates? They got some tow truck horses. <laughs> you hook them up to a wagon, pull it away. Get it out of the fucking way. <laughs> uh, once or twice, the merchants and sellers uh, spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them and said, why do you spend oh, all... Oh, so they, they were outside the walls so they could be like, well, technically... Well, yeah, well, he wouldn't let him in. He's like, it seems oh, okay. like you're trying to work on Sunday. Uh, we're closed. We're fucking closed. Couldn't you? I'm, I'm sure you could have said you're doing. You're allowed to sacrifice for God on Sunday, aren't you? That's all you're allowed to do. So the priests are just fucking getting hammered, eating food, cooking, sacrificing, and drinking the blood of Jesus tailgating. Christ or whatever. Tail, they're tailgating every Sunday. Football Sunday. Yeah. I guess the tailgate came first. And they're like, might as well have some football if we're already going to tailgate. <laughs> Fuck the ain'ts, man. Falcons fucked him up yesterday. Um, so once or twice, the merchants spent the night outside, but I warned them and said, why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will lay hands on you. Ooh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, dude. He's going to lay. I'm going to fucking put my hands That's on you. That's a fucking. Put my hands on you. <laughs> lay some hands. I didn't know that was that old of a phrase. I mean, that's. I love it. From time, from that time on, they no longer came on the Sabbath. They got that scared? Yeah. I'm going like, to kick your ass. <laughs> if you come back here, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> then I commanded the Levites to purify themselves and go guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. How do you purify yourself? Uh, I think they have to do some sort of bathing ritual. ritual. Do you actually have to shower? Yeah. Definitely. You're not allowed to jerk off. I know that. That's You're unpure if you do that. Remember me for this also, my God, and show mercy. To- this is like his greatest achievement is that he fucking didn't let anyone come in the gates on Sunday. He's like, this is, write this down. I want to be remembered for this. Not letting anyone in the city? On Sunday. Are you allowed to walk around the city? You can walk around. That doesn't around. count as work. No, you can walk around. You can hang out. It's in fact supposed to be just like, like a, a social day. Yeah. You're supposed to eat food and like like think about how God... Used all that energy on six days to speak things into existence and then appreciate them. And then burn your best shit. Your unblemished firstborn fucking Did he, did he have to invent speech first? Is that what he did on the minus one day? That's interesting, honestly. Do you think... Or I mean, did speech already exist like him? Isn't that weird? It is funny. That is a really so good idea. you me speech, words, language already existed? He didn't invent that? Maybe it came out at the same time. When he said sky, then it became a word. Yeah, that would have to be. He never uttered anything from his lips. And he'd be like, like, you know, he spoke Hebrew. Yeah. In fact, there's more words in English than there are in Hebrew, and they don't even have fucking vowels. So that's why this is so confusing. They're just literally guessing the middle of it. <laughs> I guess so. Just all consonants. They're like, I, may, E, A, maybe? I don't know. Is it all context? Ba- like a lot of languages were context based. Yeah, because they didn't have as that many. Uh... Who has the most characters? Characters. It's got to be the Cantonese. Is it? I mean, I just a straight up guess, but it's got to be one of those. Like a lot of those Asian languages have like syllable written syllables, but then they also have sil- uh, symbols that mean specific phrases too. So you can't. You can read them two whatever multiple ways. I don't know anything about it. But mm-hmm. uh, this is a speculation guess. I think they tried to make symbols for all the words and then started to have way more they too did. many words. That They're, did happen. So like dog was its own fucking symbol or like couch or whatever the fuck. And then 
language evolved to like such complexities that they were like, okay, we have to somehow like force this. Well, I know really old written languages that used like shapes and stuff. So they had to decode like I don't know if it was hieroglyphs back to then, but they cuneiforms. They, they did that right. So they did exactly what you said. They made symbols for all the. And then they're like, "Fuck, we're kind of running out." So then they put two that sounded like the other word. They'd put them side by side. So it's like really confusing because you have to sound. You would have to know how it was sounded out in the first place. It is to how how to pronounce the other word to come up with writing to, to like this. Shape means this sound is kind of nuts. Do you think English is the best version, or do you think it's, it's the one we know? But so it, here's no, definitely not. The argument for the best we've come up with so far. Mm. The chances are no, but the argument for it would be it's taken over popularity so much, and that might be no, not that, totally directed to war. Read, read guns, germs, and steel, and come back to me on that. Yeah. I would, I would say probably not. I'm just curious of what apparently a linguist would think is the, the most. Best in, apparently, the most intuitive easy to learn and teach is that, korean or something really yeah but doesn't korean have two types of written language i see I, now i'm out of my depth i think they have two types of written language though there somebody made one up in like the 800s that was like this is like reading i've for heard of that i've heard of that yeah but that's not really what makes a good language a good language means the most act in my mind I don't care how hard it well, is. Well, English is one of the dumbest ones. We have so many rules and exceptions. Yeah, we do. So, That's true. I just, oh, my idea of, uh, is one that most accurately allows you to express your thoughts. Like, as close as you can come. So whatever that would be. I guess the most intuitive, easy one would would lend itself to that, too. And all the European languages borrow off each other like crazy. Yeah. So Latin would maybe be. Well, it's one of the OGs. Terror belly decus pacus. Terror and War, Ornament and Peace, inscribed on every marshal's baton. I watched that this morning. What is it? Napoleon's Marshals. Fucking oh, okay. great YouTube series. <laughs> While you were driving? No, uh, before work. I can't sleep. Huh. What, what do you think that is? I don't know. It's, it could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, remember me for this also, oh my God, and show mercy according to your great love. Dude, like a page ago, he's like, the Ammonites and Moabites can never fucking come into my house. Yeah. Your great love. This is the kind of cognitive dissonance that pisses me off so much about Christians. It just says that he's good, and then he does such bad things, and they're like, it said he was good. But if you you believe he's real, how terrified would you actually be to say he's not good? He's like, tell me I'm good, and they're like, fuck you, and then he... Cracks the ground open and swallows you whole. <laughs> and you're your like, family. all right. Turns out you're pretty good. I and guess you're your good. family. And your family. We'll send snakes to bite you. <laughs> Moreover, in those days, I saw a man of Judah who had married women from Ashdod, Ammon, and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashdod or the language of one of the other peoples and did not know how to speak the language of Judah. I rebuked them and called curses down on them. I beat some of the men and pulled out their hair. I made them take an oath in God's name that said, You are not to give your marriage and uh, your daughters in marriage to their sons, nor are you to take their daughters in marriage for your sons for yourselves. Was this not because... Dude, this is so fucking racist. It's just like crazy that God. they say God loves everyone. And he's specifically saying, I don't. I hate those people. Don't ever come over here. You're speaking the wrong language. Like, take away race. 
because I don't think it matters. But do you think there's any benefit to dating within your own culture? Because I kind of respect well, what, the, Indians, the, world the, what the Indians do. What, what do you mean? Like I've I've watched a lot of videos on this. I was very curious about like the arranged marriages and stuff in modern day. Especially, I don't mean in India. I mean like it, traditional Indian families in other countries. Sure. And they're kind of like this is what this made this sounded good to me. <laughs> so this is how arranged marriage works. You sell your daughter. Not really. Yes, really. <laughs> well, not in modern day. Not how not how it was described by multiple things I okay. saw. Okay. So the olden days, you sold your daughter to try and. I guess to a family you respected to try and get intertwine your bloodline. Either right? that or for money or for or just property money. and stuff sure. or for property and stuff. And, uh, the idea now apparently is the families choose, right? They go, I think this person, they you would them. like this. You 26 year old version. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my families did to me. <laughs> Why can't you got me a girlfriend, mom? <laughs> I can't talk to them. <laughs> but they like, they go, I like, this is a good family. This girl seems, seems pretty. Yeah. She seems like she's uh, intelligent. As a, And then they go, the family goes, oh, your son seems like a good man. We like your family too. What so, if you got a shitty son or daughter? They'd have a problem. <laughs> but the, the idea is the family's mesh. Cause that's kind of a problem in a lot of like modern day relationships is the people's families suck. That's the point where I'm like, that makes sense to me. And then they don't just... They me don't, and Tord were homies. And but, me and Daniel hung out. I don't mean that. I'm no, talking I'm about you. Around. Oh. But I'm just saying like... And then you don't get married. Yeah. Apparently you go on like chaperone dates to see if you can actually tolerate each other. And they go, this is nice. We Let's get married. And I think... I, I don't... I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. But I, that, I, that doesn't seem wrong to me. I, a little guidance maybe is good. I, I, Making sure the families mesh... Like the families respect each other seems just a recipe for everything else. A to Christian go well. way of like getting fucking seventeen to twenty year olds to marry the first person they want to have sex with is the dumbest way. Yeah, that's not that's, good. That's for sure the dumbest way. <laughs> it's not great. And it probably made sense when everyone is getting married at like thirteen. Like you just got horny, yeah. you know. So you're like, that makes more sense. But you I, holding out for like. Holding up for seven years, just building up jizz. Yeah, no, it's impossible. Until you go it's crazy. Fuck. Well, <clears throat> technology is different. I actually kind of agree with the like you, what you were saying, the arranged marriage part and stuff. Because if you're gonna have sex, there's a chance you could have a kid, and if you have a kid, you can't have like all these single parents, young single parents in your society. So yeah, you've just forced them to be monogamous or shame them really bad. Exactly. But now we have awesome things like abortion and birth control and condoms. And so that's not really a problem anymore. But we still have the antiquated ideas on you should, you know. What? I don't just be. I think you should fuck around for a bit. I mean, we have the technology. Find out. We, we have, have the, the technology. We have the technology. <laughs> the $10 million cock. <laughs> we have the technology. You can fuck. And not get a girl pregnant. I mean, that's the only reason they had to do it. We don't like that. really have the technology. Yes, we do. Guys don't have it. 
If guys could, like, look, it just feels so good to leave it in. It's the fucking fatal flaw. You know what bothers me? The whole fucking thing about pulling out doesn't work. Pulling out works as good as condoms. Yeah, but... Without false alarms. Yes, but... If you stop leaving it in... Every single guy is lying to themselves. I know, dude. Oh, it's pre-cum. I came before I came. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You squirted in once, and then you pulled out for the rest. We all know when we've done it, and then you spend the next three weeks in fear. And you promise her that you're like, I totally pulled out. This is on you. It's probably some other guys. I've, I've Actually, I tell them. I've only once on a one night stand gave one squirt in there and be like, oh shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's also, it goes from being your problem to their problem and you don't have to ever look back. <laughs> I mean, until you get like a phone call a year later being like, hey, by the way. I'm your problem now. 18 years later. Yeah. Actually, 18 years later, they're just, you just hope they became like successful, you know? Oh, I would and you lo- can Justin Bieber though. I would love to be a good dad. To an 18-year-old successful kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're in the... No way. You made the NHL? <laughs> That's cool, son. See, I put you... Th- I knew that I should leave you alone to make you work hard. See, all that all that suffering that you endured that you channeled into your hockey, I did that for you. I did that for you. Now, now give me uh, season tickets. Give me a box and an allowance <laughs> as your dad. <laughs> an allowance. Okay. So, and moreover, so he hates the Moabites. Do not marry them or their daughters or whatever. Uh, was it not because of marriages like this that the Solomon king of Israel sinned? Among the many nations, there was no king like him. He was loved by his God, and God made him king over Israel. But even he was led into sin by foreign women. See, it's the women always. Guys don't really sin on their own. It's women's fault. They are temptresses. God made them to do that. But it's still their fault, and fuck them. And for that, they shall bear their children in pain and have periods. That's what God says. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say who this is, but there's someone in my in my family who uh, I was very religious. I have a lot of religious people in my family, and uh, he claimed that the young that the daughter of the of their neighbor. You better watch out for her. She's a temptress. Yikes! And he's in his fifties. Yikes! And she was like nineteen. <laughs> I was too old to be saying shit like that. Not that I would ever say temptress, but you know what I'm getting at. Okay, yikes. I mean, thanks for bringing that up. I just thought you said temptress and that just fucking triggered that triggered memory. That memory. Okay. Get the whole fucking police force on Kyle's entire extended family until we get this guy. There's a couple scumbags in there. There's a, roll, a couple of scumbags just, rolling around in there. Okay, so, so the women made him sin, sin. Must we hear now that you two are doing all this terrible wickedness and are being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women. This is some of the most racist shit we've read in the Bible. It's like crazy. That's got to suck though for the women, you know? What do you mean? They, they don't have feelings, Kyle. They're it's like a chair. Do you feel bad for chairs? Do you feel bad for a table? No, it's something you own. I meant, I meant the women in their society <laughs> because like normally you had no choice. The hot women got paired off to the successful, attractive people, right? And then you went down the tier and they got... But if there's an influx... Because those men aren't taking your women. You know what I mean? If there's an influx of foreign women... Especially if you're the, like... Yeah. If you're Lord, the, if you're the conquering, enough, being, yeah. conquering party. Right? So you're just taking... You're getting an influx of the hottest foreign women that the other people have. And then you have a population of 
I guess, Jew, the ugliest Jews <laughs> that are just alone. It's fucking tragic. It's tragic. Must we hear now that you're doing all this terrible wickedness and are being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Jediah, the son of Elishib, the high priest, was the son-in-law of Sanballat, the Horonite, and I drove him away from me. Little nice little aside there. Yeah, this one guy especially. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. They put that like. That's weird to me that that made it in. He's generally talking about all these gross foreign women. He's like, specifically the son of Jodiah, <laughs> that guy, I drove him off. <laughs> it's aw- It must have been awesome to write that. <laughs> specifically the son of Jodiah. It's got a rule. You're like just laughing to yourself, knowing this book is going to last for that 2,000 years. Do you think that he did know that? No, of course not. Do you think... Wait, it's possible that he did think that. It's possible that he that he thought... It's definitely... they de- People writing this wrote with importance. Yeah, they were like, so this is what God says. They thought this was going to be remembered, at least for a couple generations. So he was writing this thinking, fucking, oh, this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Son of- Remember when you fucked my wife? <laughs> How about now? Remember them, oh my God, because they defiled the priestly office and the covenant of the priesthood and the Levites. So I purified the priest. Dude, this type of language, I purified, purified the race. This is straight up like Hitler shit. Yeah. We got to purify. We got to get them up. They got to stay over there. We're not defiling our pure blood. This is fucking insane. There's no, there's no advantages really to Jeanette. What's it called when you don't have diverse genetics? Homogenous. When you just like breed- homo. Is that what it is? Homogenous just means the same. Yeah, when you breed within the same cult, same race. I mean, the royal there's family's no, there's, been doing it. Look at their fucking teeth and hair. They lines. turned blue at one point. <laughs> Did you know that? Is that good? There's a royal royal family that got some weirdly specific recessive gene that they bred into their entire family. Do you family. think that's where the blue the expression blue blood comes from? Yeah, it is. The Smurfs. Oh, yeah, we follow the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, they but- fuck each other until they turn blue. <laughs> Uh, but there's like no advantage to it. It doesn't seem anyways. Dude, often if you're like a ro- royalty, the only person with the blood royal is you is your immediate family. So you have to fuck them. I mean. To keep your blood pure. I got mostly bros, so. You got one. Jonah would hate that. I would never do that. <laughs> because Jonah. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> I don't know why. why I brought it up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just would hate that. I'm not doing it. You wouldn't fuck your sister? No, not even to keep the Campbell name pure, which is like the most fucking... Because you wouldn't want to disappoint your brother-in-law. That wouldn't be cool. That's not... Yeah, that's the reason. (laughs) That's the best I could come up with. I wouldn't do it because my sister's gay, but... But you're gay. If you fuck your gay sister... Does that make me straight? Yeah, it's two negatives positive, dude. Hmm. It's like a series of batteries. (laughs) (laughs) purify the race so uh, i purified the priests and the levites of everything foreign and assigned them duties each to his own tasks i also made provision for contributions of wood at designated times and for the first fruits remember me with favor oh my god and that's the end of nehemiah do you like remember him with favor the writer yeah nehemiah all right and next week the book of esther queen vashti gets deposed Ooh. yeah would you fuck her in this case, yes. This fashion. <laughs> you would. <laughs> want to know something weird? Besides that you want to bang your sister? Okay, sir. Uh, 
My name is Caleb. Her name is Vashti. Yeah. Not very common names. No. My brother's friend, Joab. <clears throat> Vashti dated a guy named Caleb, one of her first boyfriends from church. Interesting. So Vashti and Caleb. My brother's friend, Joab, or sorry, Joab's friend, Caleb, also another Caleb. Had a girlfriend named Vashti. That that is weird. And I went out for lunch with Caleb and Vashti and Caleb and Vashti. It was Caleb, 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 Vashti. No, Vashti. you didn't. Yes, it was all a- at the same time. <laughs> yes. How many Vashtis are even in North America? I know, right? All that you might have had. You might have had lunch with all of them. Isn't that? That's fucking wild. That is weird. God damn, dude. Well, Kyle, did you learn anything today? Not really. No. Not really. There's nothing new there. I mean, it was pretty racist. That was interesting. Yeah, the Bible's pretty racist. It's not often that racist. That was one of the more racist ones we read. Usually they do accept the other culture. They're like, we killed them, but we took all the women and stuff. Yeah, but they're like, this time, gross. Gross. Ew. Not cool. And God hates it. God hates it. Dude, it's so funny to ascribe everything to to God. It's mm-hmm. like, clearly that guy hated it. He's like, no, God hates it. Well, God didn't separate the races for you to start getting back together. <laughs> You're trying to make one race again, and I don't like it. That was a punishment. So when everyone's beige in the distant future, God's going to hate that? It's really funny that we know all the reasons why. We don't know all of them, I guess. But we know a lot of the reasons why culturally we look different based on the environments you evolved Mm -hmm. through, right? Mm -hmm. So apparently the nose thing is temperature. Did you tell me that? Someone told me that recently. Not me, dude. My nose is uh, due to blunt force trauma. So nose size is all temperature. Essentially. So in cold climates, they have smaller nose nostrils. And in uh, warm climates, they have bigger nostrils. That's just one of the things. And it's funny to not recognize any of that and go, yeah, God did it to punish you for yeah. after the ark because you fucked up. So he split all the races apart. And you're like, so you don't acknowledge anything that's going on. And then you go, what? <laughs> And they're like, well, obviously, after he split everyone up to punish you, he put you, he acclimatized you to your environment. <laughs> obviously, he did that. He wouldn't punish you that hard. Everyone spoke the same language until the Tower of Babel. You know yeah. that? Uh-huh. And then he made that. them all speak gibberish. Yeah. And then everyone he invented Chinese. To- and he's like, oh, really? <laughs> Have you heard Chinese? I've been working on this one up in heaven for a while now. I think it's going to rock your world. <laughs> God spoke the world into existence in Chinese. Oh, yeah. Boats would. How about Ching Chong Ding Dong? (laughs) Okay. Um, Did you... Did we get any emails this week? We got no emails. All right. That's it for us. But if you want to send an email, you can send it into Biblebeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. If you got a question or you just wanted to call Caleb Fat, we got it for you. Fuck off. I'll be a savior in the streets We'll break under the sheets Kneel down and witness this immaculate erection, baby Believers, don't you be ashamed To scream out that his name